Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun today talking about that dreaded word, sales, right? You hear sales and everybody goes, ew. And more importantly, they all go, I don't want to be in sales. Well, we're all in sales. If we're in business, we are in sales. It's just a fact of life. And so what we're going to be talking about today is how to make that easier. And when you make it easier, you make yourself and your business much more successful. So please join me in welcoming Belinda Ellsworth to our program today. Welcome, Belinda. Oh, thanks so much, Deb. I'm super excited to be here and to share with your audience and Thanks for having me as a guest. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. So Belinda Ellsworth has been a professional speaker and consultant for more than 25 years. She has helped thousands of entrepreneurs and more than 200 companies make better decisions to create successful systems. Her iconic messages of good, solid business practices will stay with you forever and positively impact your life and your business. As a speaker, sales organizations have reported a significant increase in sales within 90 days of her presentations. As a consultant, she has a track record of increasing sales and profits on average of, get this folks, 100 to 200%. Belinda is an international best-selling author of the number one book, Direct Selling for Dummies. She also hosts Work From Your Happy Place, a creative business podcast that just recorded its 370th episode, ranking in the top 10% on iTunes, and is featured on iHeartRadio. With her undeniable passion for helping people achieve their dreams, her energetic style and expertise will inspire you to achieve more. So again, Belinda, welcome. Thanks so much, Deb. It's always funny listening to your own bio. You're like, wow, I got lots of them. It's like, ooh, I like that person. (laughs) (laughs) So I always like to go in kind of the way back machine. Tell us how it is that you got to where you are today and how you discovered that this truly is your passion in life. You know, I, 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 I've thought about this often because obviously you're asked about it often. And I, mm-hmm. I go back to, I just have always loved sales and mm-hmm. I've always loved numbers. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that I know for a lot of women, they constantly, that's the story that they repeat over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm not a numbers person. I'm not right. a numbers person. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to be, but mm-hmm. I think I was at a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. I think the first real job that I had was as a uh, a paper girl. Um, and, th- and at that time, there were only paper boys. Right. So I actually had to petition my canvas, my neighborhood and get signatures mm-hmm. saying that they would be accepted. Oh, <laughs> Can you even believe that of a paper girl? Mm-hmm. So uh, I got my route and uh, off I went. And I became very at 12 years old, mm-hmm. like 
just very compartmentalized in the way mm-hmm. systematic approach that I took this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, always knocked on the door, delivered the paper to them personally, mm-hmm. never threw it on the front porch, mm-hmm. um, asked for referrals, mm-hmm. um, watched and, and analyzed as my tips. I kept running sheets on paper of mm-hmm. what my tips were and mm-hmm. saw that if I was improving those wow. and asked for referrals, mm-hmm. built my uh, route to be probably twice the size that it was, mm-hmm. um, and actually made a nice amount of money for a 12-year-old. And I so bet, I because they tipped it, you well, I'm sure. They did, because I knocked on the door, I delivered their paper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I had little conversations with them. Mm-hmm. I, I just intuitively had a sense of making that person feel mm-hmm. special. Right. And That little thing called customer service. Yes. And I just, I, I do think that I never looked at it like, oh, I'm selling hardcore here. Mm-hmm. And so I think that carried with me throughout my life. It's like, okay, I'm servicing these people mm-hmm. and making sure they get their paper, mm-hmm. making, asking them how their day was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when the key time would come, I would say, I'm, I'm looking to build my route. Is there anyone that you know mm-hmm. um, that isn't getting the paper? Mm-hmm. And people would actually, I think they, at that moment, probably go, oh, I don't know. But they would come back and say, yeah, I talked to my neighbor. Mm -hmm. Like they went out of their way Mm -hmm. and then, and then it would grow. And Mm -hmm. so I just, I, I learned that I went from there to selling, you know, Christmas cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there's a big bunch of us when I interview people on my podcast, they're like, yeah, the first thing I ever sold was Christmas cards door to door. I'm like, I sold for that company too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you could get gifts, like prizes. I got this Mm -hmm. radio bicycle that I just Mm -hmm. thought was the absolute coolest. But anyway, um, I I studied music. So Mm -hmm. I was a percussionist. and Mm -hmm. I Me too. (laughs) Oh, that's a fun thing Mm -hmm. because there aren't a lot of females. Not a lot of girls that did that, right? Mm -hmm. I know, in our age bracket. So um, that was a lot of fun. And I was serious about it. And so I, I had graduated. I was playing professionally. Wow. And, but usually about three nights a week. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I needed something to sort of supplement that. And I mm-hmm. got involved in um, direct sales, doing mm-hmm. presentations. I was selling crystal mm-hmm. in China at the time as a 19-year-old. As a and, um, and just did extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just continued in a, in a sales path. Mm-hmm. And then they would always, because I'd always rank in the top, you know, either top salesperson, mm-hmm. top three sales, top five sales, mm-hmm. people would always say, can you share your ideas? Can mm-hmm. you share your ideas? How are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And, um, and that just really led after uh, 16 years of doing that to um, being told by many professional speakers like, wow, you've got a real knack for this. You need mm-hmm. to be doing this as a profession. Mm-hmm. So I just one day said, I'm start, I'm going to start my company mm-hmm. and I'm going to start training and speaking. And if it doesn't work, I can always go back to sales. Right. That's the cool thing about mm-hmm. sales is if you're good at it, you can mm-hmm. pretty much get a job anywhere right. at time. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, so mm-hmm. I was never really worried about it. I just thought, mm-hmm. okay, we'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately it took off. And mm-hmm. I've had a very, very happy, successful mm-hmm. career. Um, right. You know, it certainly has morphed in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, I was doing some things online, but we mm-hmm. had to go predominantly online mm-hmm. and it was a big shift and it was good for me because I, um, it tested me, it made mm-hmm. me push myself where right? I right. become a little bit complacent. I had to get uncomfortable and I had to learn some new things. And so it was all good. Mm-hmm. It's been good. Great. I love it. You know, and I, I mentioned at the start that we all cringe when we hear the word sales. And and I think it is because we almost immediately go to that place of the used car salesman who pounces on you. Um, you know, and 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 just what you and and talks you into buying something that you really didn't want to buy. And sometimes it's just I'm gonna buy it so that you leave me alone, right? <laughs> you know? And yeah. You know, it and but we really are. And and I don't care if you own the business or you're an employee or you know, we're in sales. You know, we're we're talking about our company, we're talking about our products and services. And you know, obviously, how you do that is how you are successful. And you know, you made a living, a very successful one at the dreaded door-to-door cold call type of, of sales. 
And I'll be his, oh, I, I did hotel sales for a while and absolutely positively hated it. Um, and the biggest reason was the, you know, the, the, the thing that, that will make you cringe was I was not prepared. You know, it was just, I had to, I knew my number. My number was how many calls I had to make a day. That was it. That was all okay. I was told. And so I would go to 10 different places or whatever my number was with zero preparation, zero research on those businesses. You know, I just filled in my little, little 10 things that said, yeah, I'd gone here and here and here. And oh gosh, they didn't need find a need for the hotel or make 10 phone calls or, or things like that. And so I love that you talk about knowing your numbers in a good way and being prepared. And I think that probably is the hardest thing is, you know, thinking about even if you're just going up to somebody at, say, a networking event and talking about what you do, we're just not always prepared to do that. We might have our 30-second spiel, but the second somebody says, tell me more, we're like deer in headlights. So talk to us about that preparation. Sure. Well, for one thing, uh, the biggest mistake that people make in that 30-second commercial or your, um, I, what is it referred to now? It's a, a, oh, I talked about it on my show and now I can't, I'm losing it. It's It's got a new name now, Deb. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because it's not elevator pitch. Because no, it's that not elevator work. pitch mm-hmm. anymore and it's not even 30-second commercial. Mm-hmm. It's your uh, something. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't even mm-hmm. think of that. That's okay. But it is, people say what they, they say who they are. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so what do you do? I'm a, an accountant with right. such and such. Mm-hmm. I am a such and such with mm-hmm. such and such. And that is who you are, not what you do. And right. in most every case, people will ask what you do. Mm-hmm. And so it's really learning to frame what you want to mm-hmm. do for someone else. That mm-hmm. begins the whole beginning of the sales cycle mm-hmm. is, what, who is my customer? Mm-hmm. What do I offer that customer? Mm-hmm. What are my customer's challenges? And how can my product or service help that customer? Mm-hmm. And those are the questions that you literally need to, to get down. And then you need to practice that. It's just like, I look at it as, and I teach people who do sales presentations, it's it's just like a basketball player and how many shots are they going to take mm-hmm. and how many misses are they going to mm-hmm. have, but they need to master their mm-hmm. craft. Right. And see, they practice, all, they practice, mm-hmm. they don't master their craft. And mm-hmm. so I would sit down and, you know, write out my presentation mm-hmm. and, and practice that and get mm-hmm. to the points that were going to really mm-hmm. matter to the customer quickly. One time, this has been many, many years ago, but I had two little ones at the time. Mm-hmm. And this guy comes to my door, he's door to door. Hi, you know, we want to talk to you about our windows. You look, you know, do you need new windows? At the mm-hmm. time we needed new windows actually. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. And I always am kind of, um, I want to give somebody else doing sales like that a break. You know what right, I mean? Right. You know, uh, even if you're not interested, at least let yeah. them you know, do their pitch, mm-hmm. do their pitch. Mm-hmm. And um, so he came in and I said, okay, you have exactly this many minutes. I think it was 45 minutes or an hour mm-hmm. because I have to take my kids to a birthday party. Mm-hmm. So if I were you, I would sell me on these windows, why mm-hmm. I need these windows and what makes your windows better. Mm-hmm. And I would leave out whatever else that you have planned, right? He, Which he went, ah! he did. He was mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. but he didn't listen. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, let me tell you a little bit of history about the company. <laughs> and you know, they were Russian immigrants and they came over here and such and such. And they built this company, mm-hmm. which I do not care. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and he wasted a good, you know, probably 30 minutes giving me, wow. um, just this information mm-hmm. that was useless. Mm-hmm. And then he said, okay, let me pull out our window and show you some of the great features mm-hmm. about it. And he was about three minutes into that. And I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I looked at him and I said, your time is up. <gasps> and uh, he goes, what I'm, I haven't even done, you know, I said, I told you exactly the mm-hmm. time you had. Mm-hmm. I told you not to waste that time mm-hmm. to, to sell me on these windows. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you did not do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you some advice as a person who teaches sales. If I were you, I would go back and I need, you need to cut that whole 30 minute opening mm-hmm. to about six, seven minutes. Right. 
And then you need to get to it. Like, mm-hmm. why do I'm already bored? I'm done listening mm-hmm. to you. I mm-hmm. don't care. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people start with, I'd like to tell you a little bit about our history. Mm-hmm. Well, if the history is valuable because mm-hmm. it even then, if it, you were mm-hmm. these, like they, these were craftsmen that mm-hmm. were brought up as craftsmen from whatever. Right. Then you include that. Mm-hmm. Just that takes a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But people do not hone that skill. They go mm-hmm. in and they just don't really practice their points. Mm-hmm. And I've got several like little tips for sales and mm-hmm. we can go into some of those, mm-hmm. but um, you you need to master your craft and you mm-hmm. need to be serious about it when you're mm-hmm. doing sales. And that is, you know, the first would be listing it out. You know, who's my, who's my customer? Mm-hmm. Who really is my customer? Mm-hmm. What cost challenges does that customer have? Mm-hmm. And what does my product um, do mm-hmm. to take care of that? And if you come at it from that, and, and it is learning the reason that people don't like the used car salesmen. I hate that whole, but I hear that all of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like a used car salesman. Right. Snake oil no, salesman. We'll do it yeah. that way. I'm like, you know what? It would, it would be, you'd have to work really hard to be at that. But mm-hmm. it really the biggest thing in that, if we were to like sort of, I, and I've analyzed all mm-hmm. these sorts of things and things that people say, but it's that they don't listen. Right. And, and as a good salesperson, listening mm-hmm. is probably equally or more important mm-hmm. than talking. Right. And that's what um, I remember one time. And and I'm very, I'm hard on other salespeople, mm-hmm. right? But in a good way, because you're wanting to help them. Right. But mm-hmm. I walked in and I said, hi, I am looking for a watch. My husband likes different watches. Um, it's it's just an anniversary. It's not a big anniversary. It's mm-hmm. like our third anniversary or something like that. And I'm just looking to get him a casual watch. Mm-hmm. Here's the range of money that I want to spend. And it was mm-hmm. around 300 to say 600 bucks. Oh, I don't want to, mm-hmm. I'm not spending a thousand or, mm-hmm. or 20,000. Mm-hmm. And the guy looks at me and goes, okay, well, let me show you this over here. And he started at the first watch was $3,800. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is interesting. He's mm-hmm. going to take care. Well, he kept taking me even up higher and further. And you're like, what's over there? <laughs> and I said, uh, okay, I'm, I'm good. And he laughed out and he goes, oh, there's anything here that you, you know, are really interested mm-hmm. in or whatever. I said, you didn't, I told you specifically what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. You didn't show me anything in my mm-hmm. category. And so I have no more time for you today. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said, I'll, I'm going to go to someone else mm-hmm. who wants to listen, find out what the customer mm-hmm. needs and show me the appropriate mm-hmm. things that category. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I got some things over here. I go, no, you, you do bad. Mm-hmm. Too bad. So but mm-hmm. sad. You lost your shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of like that, but mm-hmm. I also, that's another thing of being a good salesperson mm-hmm. is um, it's one one that I teach, allow mm-hmm. yourself to be serviced. Mm-hmm. So like when I go into a store mm-hmm. or like, can I help you today? I'm very specific about mm-hmm. I'm looking for this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for this. And mm-hmm. they either say, oh, let me show you this. Mm-hmm. Or um, no, we don't have anything. That mm-hmm. saves you a ton of time. Right. Mm-hmm. But learn to ask for what you mm-hmm. want because the more that you practice that, mm-hmm. the better you're going to be mm-hmm. at listening to that mm-hmm. and understanding it. Right. And um, that's that's a key piece mm-hmm. too, is allow yourself to really be serviced and mm-hmm. tell people exactly what it is that mm-hmm. you're you're looking for. Um, and then there's a whole other process of sales um, with helping people to make a decision mm-hmm. that cannot make a decision. Mm-hmm. Are you good with me just sharing? Some I stuff? am. This is great. This is great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So I was um, building a new house. Mm-hmm. And so I was really like, you know, going to the, I must have gone to the kitchen place. I don't, I can't even tell you how many times I, I'd mm-hmm. become actually like friends friendly with him. And so I had watched him mm-hmm. and I watched people, especially women mm-hmm. come into that kitchen store. And I'd be sitting there and we'd be going over our blueprints and mm-hmm. we'd be going over, you know, everything we're going to do for the kitchen. I was sitting there one day and I watched a woman walk in and, and this was typical. So they had like vignettes set around the outer. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, to show you what it would look like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Little showcases mm-hmm. of here's the kitchen, here's a kitchen, mm-hmm. here's a kitchen. And what I would do is I would watch women walk in and they wouldn't get close to the edge, right? They'd stay in the middle surface, mm. kind of where his desk was, and mm. they would just sort of look around like they were almost afraid to step in and, mm-hmm. and because they didn't really know what they were looking mm-hmm. for. And 
they would step in and say, um, he'd say, can I help you? And they'd say, oh, I'm just looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would say, uh, okay, well, let me know if there's any mm-hmm. way that I can help you. And they would make like a circle around the whole vignette mm-hmm. of showcases. And then they would walk out and say, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so I had, how many up- times have we done that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So I had observed this so many times that mm-hmm. it was absolutely driving me to insanity. Mm-hmm. So day I'm sitting there and a lady walks in and she, and he says, can I help you? And she says, I'm just kind of looking. And I said, do you mind if I take this? And he, <laughs> You'd been there enough that you could do it. Right. Huh? He mm-hmm. goes, um, sure. sure go ahead. <laughs> so I walked up to her and I said, hi, thanks so much for coming in today. Mm-hmm. So what exactly are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because she doesn't know what she's looking for. She goes, right. well, we're going to model our kitchen. I'm mm-hmm. like, Okay, well, like how much of it or what? Mm-hmm. Does right. Have? Start to finish, new new fridge. Right. What is it? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So I said, which means I don't exactly know how much everything is. I don't know what I can afford. Right. Mm-hmm. I know what mm-hmm. she's what's going through mm-hmm. her mind. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, let's start with the first thing. What do you hate about your kitchen the most? And what has to go first? Mm-hmm. What has to go? Right. Mm-hmm. And she said, my cabinets. Mm-hmm. I hate my cabinets. Mm-hmm. I said, fantastic. Let's start with cabinets. Mm-hmm. And so then I gave her three choices. Are you more contemporary? Are you more mm-hmm. traditional? Are you more country? Mm-hmm. And she said kind of what her style was. And so then I took her to that vineyard mm-hmm. and I said, and you've got uh, these kinds of choices. We mm-hmm. can go with cherry. You can go with maple. You can mm-hmm. go with, you know, it, and so she then was able to say, well, I kind of like that. So mm-hmm. in each one, I'm writing it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so by, by that time, then we had a cabinet figured out mm-hmm. that a cabinet that she really liked. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, wonderful. Okay. What's next? What right. do you hate next? Mm-hmm. It's like all my countertops. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. Well, here's your choices. Mm-hmm. You know, and this will go best through. with this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I gave her, you, you, do you want a granite? Do you want this, you know, Korean? Mm-hmm was a fabricated top at that time, mm-hmm. very popular, or, or do you want um, this other laminate, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was trying to find her price range mm-hmm. and I'm trying to find what she likes. Mm-hmm. And so then we, we nailed that down. So by mm-hmm. the time we were done, we had uh, counters, we had cabinets, mm-hmm. we had a floor and we, I had everything down. I handed it to Joe, the guy that ran the store. And I said, who was just flabbergasted, right? Flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. And I said, these are all her selections. If you could give her a quote, get the mm-hmm. sizes of her mm-hmm. space and maybe get her a quote, mm-hmm. then we can talk about redoing her kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that led me to speaking to, he ended up getting me a speaking gig with the Builders mm-hmm. Association. Right. Um, which was awesome, which mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking for, but I said, I can't stand watching you right. let customers walk out the yeah, door. Yeah, because she would have. She would have milled about, she would have hummed and hawed and walked out. Because she doesn't know her budget, mm-hmm. she doesn't know her sizes, she mm-hmm. doesn't really know what she likes. Mm-hmm. She's never been out to a kitchen store before. Mm-hmm. It's slightly intimidating. Mm-hmm. So, what can I do as that salesperson mm-hmm. to help her? Right. Uh, come to some, get some choices. Mm-hmm. So I do also teach mm-hmm. people when they don't really know, don't say, you know, I've walked in and said I was doing stone for my house. And, mm-hmm. and that is something that I really hadn't ever looked at. So mm-hmm. I walked in and said, I'm looking for some stone, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they're over there. Oh, <laughs> over there. And I said, well, I'm not really sure exactly what I want. Can mm-hmm. you give me some, some ideas of the mm-hmm. differences? And he looked so annoyed mm-hmm. that it was like, but I said, so then the, I, just recently we went into a carpet store and we got the same response. I looked mm-hmm. at the guy and I said, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this and I'm looking for this. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, they're all those samples are over there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, buddy, I just gave you all what I'm looking for. Sell me, sell me yeah. some carpet. Like, come on, mm-hmm. sell me some mm-hmm. carpet. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. It, it, yeah. And it, it is, it's, it's one of those things because I think, you know, the first thing is when somebody gets the, I don't know answer, we, 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 we turn back into the deer in headlights. And part of that is because we don't want to be pushy, but there's a difference between helping them through the process and mm-hmm. telling them this is what you should buy, like the the watch guy. Um, 
Yeah. You know, now he could have, you know, he could have have shown you the less expensive watches, but then he could have shown you the more expensive ones and said, okay, just compare them that, you know, just so that you see, and, and that would have been perfect. But, you know, it's, it's, it is one of those things where we're almost like, well, if, if, if you don't know what you want, I'm not going to tell you what you want, but we're not, we're just helping in that process. You just need to discover you know, I'm very specific. And so because mm-hmm. I've taught sales for so long, usually when I walk into a sales place, I am able to give them some pretty good right. mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. Um, of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And you're right. If you would have said, okay, well, we could start here. And then if you would eased my way mm-hmm. up, I might have found one. You might have you might have spent more. Mm-hmm. I might have spent more. Mm-hmm. But if we're, we're going to start, I've given you a budget of 350 to Mm-hmm. $500 and we're going to start at 3,800. There's a mm-hmm. far cry. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Just right. Well, and their attitude makes such a difference. Um, my husband needed to upgrade his smartphone several weeks ago. And so, you know, we go trotting into the, 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 the place and, you know, and, and of course COVID has made this different. Um, you know, and, and so it is, it is a challenge, but you know, they, you know, now I have, I've, I, the, the contract with that cell carrier is in my name. It's in my company name. And I've had it since we had the brick phones, right? Remember those God awful things. I had. So I've been a customer with them for many years and, you know, but that really shouldn't make a difference either. I mean, you know, whether you're like walking in fresh off the street or been with them for 25, 30 years, but we got this this young man because you know you get passed along with whoever's available next, and, and I mean that's fine. Who could have cared less that we were there, and especially you know, and, and I mean we were upgrading to an iPhone. That's not a cheap purchase, and you know you but you could tell he didn't care. He did not want to be there, and you know and and at one point he did the point thing. Well, the phones you want are over there. Now, my husband didn't know. I mean, you know, he's he he didn't have an iPhone before, so he needed to be walked through that process. And I thought, it's not my phone. I'm not going to be the one using it, so I'm not part of this conversation. So, you know, I I kind of stayed over and was just, you know, sitting there on the little thing. I think I was probably on Facebook, right? And um, but you know, that when he came back, you know, he he sold the phone. We did the deal. I mean, all those various things. Um, now he did pay attention when we said we're not spending a thousand bucks on a phone, um, you know, because that's that's their go-to with an iPhone, right? Well, you have to get sure. one. It's like no, no, we don't. We it doesn't need to drive a semi and do all those other things. You know, it just needs just needs to be a phone. But you know, I got the thing afterwards. How was rate your experience? And so I I did the whole big thing, and then I said, you know, it, it was you know rate your salesperson. And out of you know one to ten, I think I gave him like a four. And, yeah. and I said, you know, he did the deal, but we could tell that it was the last place he wanted to be. And now they did follow up. I got an email from the manager, but it was the canned email response. Thank you so much for, I mean, it didn't address in any way that I had said there was an issue. Um, or that you know, had taken the time to do the survey. Yeah. What if hey, why bother? Mm-hmm. For a survey mm-hmm. if people aren't going to do mm-hmm. any type of follow-up mm-hmm. and that's another whole right. sub mm-hmm. in regards to sales mm-hmm. is the follow-up process. Right. You know, it's yeah. I mean, if person. that manager had come back and said, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Tell me more. Yeah. That would have been and and because then my response would have been he was very capable. He knew what he was talking about, you know, and, and so he'd been trained well with that. But his attitude really was, you know, and, and but of course, I also didn't want to get him fired. I mean, that was the, the whole thing. And and I always tell people this is not, I mean, in most cases, I mean, every once in a while it is that it, this person needs to go. This is no, um, but it is, here's how you can help them to become better. Um, you know, and, and that's why I fill out those silly surveys. And so it's always entertaining when, you know, when, when you get the follow-up, is it the cans one or was it something that somebody actually read and cared about? Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's like I said, you know, attitude is the the whole thing. And I think you know, we're seeing that because of COVID, um, you know, and, and, and one of the things that I try and keep in mind is that everybody's stressed right now, um, yeah. you know, and, and, but I'm also, you know, thinking, okay, 
these these poor souls are overworked. I mean, you can tell. I mean, any place that that you walk into anymore, they're short staffed, which yeah. is just baffling to me. Um, you know, there are a lot of jobs out there, but nobody's wanting to do them. And so I try and give them the benefit of, you know, being as polite to them as possible. I mean, all of these various things, but it is difficult. Absolutely. So yeah, it is. It is. I think the whole sales process is quite, um, I've always looked at it as being uh, fun. Like right. mm-hmm. I, I just look at it as completely mm-hmm. and totally, like it gets me excited. It gets mm-hmm. me excited when I get the sale. Um, it gets me really excited when I know that the person has walked out of that. I never try to oversell somebody mm-hmm. even in the products that I offer now. Um it just makes me excited when people mm-hmm. are excited about their purchase. Right. And and when you help people through that, um, it, it does make them mm-hmm. feel like, wow, you were so helpful to me. And then right. they're so appreciative. And that's mm-hmm. exciting. And, mm-hmm. and, right. uh, that yeah. exciting. I mean, that really is it. You know, when, when yeah. we approach it with the, I'm going to make you buy the most expensive thing possible just because. Or how can I help you? And sometimes the how can I help you means that they don't buy from you. And I think that's the trickiest thing for people to, to get over. Yeah. In some in, in honesty, I always say in sales, um, if you listen and you're honest and you know your product line, that is, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of being prepared. Right. Um, I I one time decided my I had a cousin. She, it was a husband of a cousin and she's like, he really could use some help. You know, you're so amazing. If you could go in there and just mm-hmm. kind of show him some things to do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. And um, it was selling computers. And that was back when they weren't like how they are now. I mean, right. they were, you, you had to sell them because, you know, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about computers at that time. And mm-hmm. so I, I had to get up to speed quickly. So I mm-hmm. was just like, to him, I just said, here's his flyer on these different computers. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say what's all the features and benefits of mm-hmm. this, right? What's the features and benefits mm-hmm. of this? I thought I can't get up to speed and learn that lingo right. in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what I can do: Who would buy this, and what would they use mm-hmm. this computer for? Right. Who would buy this, and mm-hmm. who, and what would they use this mm-hmm. computer for? So when a person walked in, the first thing I said is, they said, "Well, we're looking for a computer," and I'm like, "What do you plan on using it for?" Mm-hmm. And so as soon as they told me what they were going to use it for, mm-hmm. I was able to direct them. Mm-hmm to that computer and right. then say why it was good. Mm-hmm. And then in, I didn't even have to list all the feature and benefits because they were all on the flyer. Mm-hmm. Here's all the right. features that mm-hmm. has. And I ended up like in 30 days being their top salesperson. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then I put in a good follow-up mm-hmm. uh, referral program in place for mm-hmm. him and uh, walked out of there after 30 days mm-hmm. with him uh, having some better ideas mm-hmm. and working with their salespeople and, um, but that was a good stretch for me mm-hmm. to learn how to sell a product mm-hmm. that I absolutely knew nothing about. It's really right. knowing your customer mm-hmm. is really in starting to want to know your customer, mm-hmm. wanting right. to know what they're, mm-hmm. what they're so mm-hmm. I think yeah. sales is fun. Yeah. And, and of course it is tricky, especially if you're on commission. I mean, you know, that's, that is one of the hardest things is, you know, it's understandable. Um, you know, a, another cell phone thing. You know, I, I was replacing my mom's cell phone, and this was a, a while ago. And you know, go trotting into the little place again, and I mean, I swear the, the sales guy was twelve. Um, you know, you reach the age right where they're all twelve, and you know, and and I said, you know, I need to replace my my mom's phone, and you know, she was there with me, and he immediately goes to the most expensive phones that they have. It'll do this and this and this and this and this. And I swear to God, he said in there, it'll fly the space shuttle. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, of course my mom went ah! and, and I, you know, he came back and, and he said, what do you think? And I said, she makes phone calls and might need to take pictures. And I said, so you need to show me the phone that you would recommend for your grandmother. And he went, oh, and we went to a totally different place in the store. It was probably the cheapest phone that they had, but right. that that right there made the difference. Um, and you know, and, and we we got the phone. But but it was so funny because he did take us to the most expensive. But then he listened. You know, it wasn't you know she can she can learn to use this or anything like that. It was like nope, okay, we're going to go over here. Um, you know, and 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 I loved that because he did make that shift. 
And, sure. and I think that's the, the thing that we need to remember when we're in sales is, you know, if, if it ain't working, don't keep going there. <laughs> that's true story right there. <laughs> Now, you know, we, we've mentioned that, that you give presentations and, and you do uh, a lot of training and you've got your four pillars of success. Let's talk mm-hmm. about those because those are important no matter what. Um, you know, just to be successful in business, these four pillars are, are critical. So, so let's go through those. They are. So I really sort of built this as a foundation. But then as I was building other products, I found myself saying, does it meet this criteria? Mm-hmm. Like when I, we, we have a time management system called mm-hmm. power hour. So mm-hmm. does it meet the criteria of standing on these four mm-hmm. pillars? Um, does my planner, which we've created, does mm-hmm. this meet, you know, this four pillars? Mm-hmm. And so those four, and I always kind of look at everything and say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, does it, is it standing mm-hmm. on these four pillars? Because if it isn't, then I have to go back and right. say, okay, I, I need to either make this better mm-hmm. or, or tweak it. Right. So or maybe first, not do it. I mean, that's the exactly. thing. It's, you know, the latest and greatest might not be what you need to be doing. Right. So um, the first definitely is focus. Mm-hmm. And people just have a really hard time being super intentional about what they want. And, mm-hmm. and they say that they want one thing, but um, they don't really do the action steps mm-hmm. to actually make that come to pass. Mm-hmm. So they don't ever get the result they want, but they're, and they keep saying they want it, but they're actually not doing the steps to get mm-hmm. there. Um, that's a big problem with a lot of people is mm-hmm. they're very, um, they do things on a very random basis mm-hmm. or the wait and see what happens basis. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the day brings today basis. Mm-hmm. And it very much, no, you need to be intentional. And one of those things is focus mm-hmm. and focus is doing an activity for a concentrated period of time, Mm -hmm. giving it your undivided attention. Mm -hmm. And we have more problems in that um, in society today than we've ever had because we're interrupted, Mm -hmm. you know, about every six minutes on their Mm -hmm. phone or they get a, their train of thought. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to do sales calls, for example, or if you're going to do follow-up or if Mm -hmm. you're going to do whatever, that's kind of what our, our, one of the things our power Mm -hmm. hour is all about is, learning to take 15 minutes snatches of time mm-hmm. and what can you do in 15 minutes mm-hmm. and really identifying your four income producing activities mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going to get in this lane, put my blinders on. Um, and women have a harder time with that. Even than men, mm-hmm. uh, men are, we better. like to think we can multitask. Yes. And it's, it's really not your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and in multitasking, you, you get tons of stuff, maybe like partially completed mm-hmm. or even a little bit completed but you never move forward Mm -hmm. in this one lane or complete that task. Mm -hmm. So focus is definitely uh, the first one. And I Mm -hmm. teach women lots of different uh, tools in order to, um, and to do that. Now, the one thing that where women will push back on me is like, no, they're like, I get focused because women are great list makers, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, men are great list makers too. It's funny. Mm-hmm. They just, this goes back to focus. Men will make a list with the four most important things they want to do that day. Mm-hmm. And women will make a list of the 20 things they want to accomplish. Right. And they'll, and they'll never get the 20 accomplished. So mm-hmm. they're always carrying over. So they're always mm-hmm. never getting that feeling of celebration. Mm-hmm. When you focus and do something for a concentrated period of time, for one thing, you get the result. So whatever mm-hmm. you focus on, you will get. So mm-hmm. it works negatively as well as positively. Mm-hmm. So. If you focus on the fact that you have no leads, there's no point in me making the calls. I don't even know why I'm doing this. It's not mm-hmm. going to make a difference anyway. Um, nobody out there right now wants to buy. Uh, then that's your result that you're mm-hmm. going to get. If right. that is what you need to focus on. So mm-hmm. focus is number one. Number two is commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what I also see is kind of falling by is people don't want to get committed to really giving something their full mm-hmm. effort. Um, they try something at one time because they heard an idea from somebody mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, that didn't work. So squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to move <laughs> on and try something else. And mm-hmm. you've got to give it that true, you know, are you in it to win it? Are mm-hmm. you in it to get better? Are you mm-hmm. in it to have success? Like what is sort of what's your end goal? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do think that that is important. It isn't even just like goals are I'm big, big on goal setting or mm-hmm. actionable, measurable steps. 
but you really have to have the vision first. Like, mm-hmm. what is the vision of what I, where would I like to end? Mm-hmm. You know, and dream as big as you want, but where, where do I see this mm-hmm. going? So the right. create um, measurable goals to mm-hmm. get you to that place. Mm-hmm. But that also you have to then with your commitment, when you're ready to throw in the towel, you have to go back to the vision and say, is that still important mm-hmm. to me? And sometimes maybe it isn't, mm-hmm. um, but if it still is, then you have to stay committed mm-hmm. to, you know, learning more, um, finding other people that have done mm-hmm. that, uh, trying to find a, a mentor or a role model or trying to, you know, right now we've got so much access with, you know, the, with social media and the mm-hmm. internet and, and YouTube and anywhere you want to learn anything. If you want to, if you have a desire to learn, you can learn it. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be committed to Mm -hmm. saying, I want this to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, The third one is consistency. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to do the same old thing Mm -hmm. day in and day out, but be very specific in Mm -hmm. your consistency, like with those 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this 15 minute increments three times a day. Mm -hmm. And I'll typically pick this day and I'll do it here. So Mm -hmm. get some consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, we know even on social media, you will get a better result if you go live. Like mm-hmm. I do, I go live every Tuesday night at nine o'clock. And when we first started that out, we might, we had a few hundred people that would jump on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon that grew. And then it was 1800. Mm-hmm. Then it was mm-hmm. more. Wow. People knew, mm-hmm. oh, she's on there. And they told other people, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. She does this at nine and, and they knew when they told those other people, you would be there. There yes. was no question. No question about it. So I have, I've learned to run my business in a very, I'm very systems driven. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my big thing is I mm-hmm. find systems that work and, and teach those systems. Mm-hmm. And I know when I teaching them that they work because mm-hmm. they are the ones I've done to build my own business mm-hmm. and, and how that's worked. So it is learning to be consistent, mm-hmm. learning to do same things over and over again um, in a timely fashion. So mm-hmm. it can be social media. It can be, um, you know, when you do your calls, it can be, you know, messaging, mm-hmm. like we do so much through social media, when you mm-hmm. go live, whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is the big one that people don't want to really face the music. Mm-hmm. On. Um, I always save it for last because if I led with it, people in this speech would be just like, I'm tuning oh, out. Because right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they all do it. That, mm-hmm. you know, when I do the live, and I give the fourth one, they go, oh, <laughs> and that is um, organization. Mm-hmm. And you have to be organized and people say, well, you know, I've got my own way of of sense of organizing. Mm -hmm. It's it's on that pile here somewhere. I know it's here. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people because the number one thing, especially when you're teaching time management, people are like, can you really manage time? If I just had more time in a day, right? Mm -hmm. No, it's what you do with your time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing about organization is your lack of organization is the biggest time sucker of any Mm -hmm. other thing that you Mm -hmm. will have. So if you're trying to find more time in your day, you probably need to become more Mm -hmm. organized. You know, you'll spend to do 15 minute sales calls or Mm -hmm. 15 minute follow-up calls Mm -hmm. or 15 minute, whatever that might look like, or connections. I say calls so much because I have always just worked my business on the phone, but now Mm -hmm. we work our business through messenger or through Oh yeah. There, there's so many ways that we're reaching out to people now. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm going to spend 15 minutes on that, then those connections that I want to reach out to mm-hmm. they need to be at my fingertips. I need mm-hmm. to have those. Right. Like, Spending 10 minutes finding them is yeah, not good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And people, some people spend 45 minutes hunting for something. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with their, you know, clothes or closet. Mm-hmm. Like if your closet isn't organized in mm-hmm. at least some way, mm-hmm. you'll spend a half hour trying to pack mm-hmm. because you can't find your pair of black pants mm-hmm. that right. are hanging in there somewhere mm-hmm. or sitting in there somewhere. So organization is key. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to teach people some different ways of, of sort of creating that organization. Mm-hmm. I'm very, um, one of those, I'm very color coordinated. Mm-hmm. So have like, I have clients and they all have um, a, a notebook where I keep notes on that, mm-hmm. with the day-to-day notes mm-hmm. that I have with that client. I've got a folder that matches the color of mm-hmm. that notebook mm-hmm. so that all of any things that I'm trying to keep or mm-hmm. projects that we're working on go in that folder. Mm-hmm. And then I actually have a binder where after we've completed a project, mm-hmm. 
goes in there. So it doesn't have to be at my finger. It's the same color also. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I all have all white binders, but what I've done is just taken that color of paper and put it just stuck it in there Mm -hmm. and bam. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like a really sort of, you know, juvenile maybe way to do it, but But it's right at your fingertips when you need it. Mm -hmm. And if I go out under that table right now, Mm -hmm. or if I'm in here and I'm getting ready to get on a call and I need something, I mm-hmm. can do You can pull that purple folder and you purple. know that bring it's, my, yeah. Did you bring me my purple folder out there? I don't mm-hmm. even need to tell her, mm-hmm. bring the such and such company because mm-hmm. it's going to be like, where is that? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just an easy way. So I like organizing things, mm-hmm. color coding them seems to be work really, really well. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, those are the four pillars. Mm-hmm. And I think they're really important and mm-hmm. people need to sit down and say, well, where, where, where's my shortfalls? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and do I have problems with focus? Mm-hmm. Do I have problems with organization? Um, and just continue to work through those, getting mm-hmm. better at those. And you'll be amazed at right. the results you'll get. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's interesting. I was listening to, so I, I, one of the things that I have started doing usually every day is I, I uh, have downloaded an app called Blinkist and you're getting blinks of books. So it's the entire book in about 10, 15 minutes. Um, So clearly it's just the high points, but it's, you know, like 10 high points from the book and those are the blinks. And the one I listened to this morning, not even, you know, preparing for this was just how to do some of this. And, and, and I'll be honest, I struggle with all of this. Um, You know, I am the, the, the bright, shiny object kid. I am the, you know, squirrel. I'm, you know, all of those things. And one of the things that talked about was pick one thing, because I think that's, you know, when we know that we're bad at all of these things, my brain goes to, I just can't do it. But if I said, okay, every morning for 15 minutes, I'm going to do X, as opposed to, like you were saying, the list of 20 things, I have to do this and this and this and this and this. And pretty soon my brain goes, and I'm playing on Facebook, right? <laughs> and and so I think that was the you know the the, the little bite sized pieces really is is the key. Absolutely. So when I first I first started teaching the Power Hour system mm-hmm. like twenty about twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. and it was really based on an hour mm-hmm. taking an hour breaking it into your four income producing mm-hmm. activities, mm-hmm. and then focusing just on the one at a time. Mm-hmm. And so as time has gone on, you know, the objections that people get is, well, I don't have one solid hour or I don't have. And so I'm like, well, I can't not check my email every 10 seconds. So then I'm like, well, then it's really the success is in the 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if they're consecutive. Mm -hmm. So if you have to do 15 minutes, I mean, Mm. even, even like back years ago, the heart association had always said like to be on a treadmill or to be getting Mm -hmm. cardio, it needed to be for 45 minutes straight. Right. And And everybody went, I don't, I can't know. (laughs) But now they're saying you actually get the same benefit. If you did four or three 15 increments Mm -hmm. sometime throughout the Mm -hmm. day that you actually heart gets the same amount of benefit. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it kind of falls in line with that. And Mm -hmm. anyone can do anything for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, I've raised all three of my kids really doing this. And so mm-hmm. they, that's how we we're we're sort of, it's like a game in our house. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's see if you can mm-hmm. get it done in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you would be blown away at what you can get mm-hmm. done in 15 minutes. Right. You can clean your entire kitchen in 15 mm-hmm. minutes um, from unloading, mm-hmm. loading the dishwasher, wiping off the counters. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you can get it all done. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing actually at what you can do. Right. 15 minutes mm-hmm. when you do absolutely nothing. Right. Else. You put your phone where you can't reach it when it goes. Ping. I mean, there really is nothing that can't wait for that, that little bit. Um, you know, now I, I shouldn't say nothing because there are obviously emergencies, but we're, you know, it, that email can wait that, you know, that, that you know, whatever it is can wait that little bit of time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I have learned, I mean, the phone goes somewhere else so that I'm not tempted um, because that's the other thing is I'll pause doing something and I'm like, oh, I, I can, I can go there just for a second. And then, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, there I am still watching the cute cat videos. Yep, absolutely. 
you know, and, and I, you know, it's, it's, uh, we do have so many distractions and it's a you know, focus, I think probably is one of the hardest things. And, and I don't know if it's better or worse because of the pandemic and, and that we're, you know, many people are working from home, um, you know, and, and so we're not having the distractions of the employees, you know, anybody else coming up and saying, Hey, have you got five minutes, but we do have, the pings, you know, all of those things. In fact, we might even have more pings because it's, I just have a quick question, you know, and, and I, I've talked about this before with, with guests. It's all about those boundaries, right? You know, telling people, I only check my email four times a day. Yep. You know, and, and I mean, I tell my clients, many of them text me for, for what we're doing. That's great. That works perfect. Um, you know, and, 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 but I tell them it might be 10 hours before I actually do it. If it is an emergency, you call because calling gets my attention, but they know it's got to be that emergency. Um, you know, and, and then I also, you know, along those lines, I discovered when I started working from home and my, I think we started our businesses probably about the same length of time ago. You know, everybody went, Ooh, you're home. Therefore, I can distribute at any point in day. You're working 24 seven, right? And, yeah. you know, which we did. I mean, when you're setting up your business, you're thinking must respond at 11 p.m. on Saturday night because this is the important client must respond. And I learned, no, you know, yes, obviously there are times where it's an emergency. Somebody's website's down, whatever. I, I need to respond. But I learned very early on to tell them, here are my hours. Yes, I'm working from home, but here are my hours. And more importantly, I am more than happy to do whatever it is that you need, evenings, weekends, holidays, but it will cost you double. And they all discovered it can wait. (laughs) And so it really is about setting those boundaries with people and and letting them know that. Yep, absolutely. I could not agree more. Well, you know, we've we've talked about having to know your numbers. And, And I mentioned, you know, when I did cold calling and my number was I had to make 10 calls a day. That was the absolute worst number that they could have given me, um, you know, because that's all I did. And and so talk to us more about why we need to know our numbers and what those numbers really should be, not just, hey, you need to do 10 of this. What what are the numbers that you need? So so there's two parts to numbers. There's one, mm-hmm. well, so what they were doing is giving you a goal. And right. It's really teaching you anything about no. numbers at mm-hmm. all. So numbers really are about tracking. Mm-hmm. What you track mm-hmm. is where you will see growth. Mm-hmm. And so that's what people need to really sort of marry and mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. because that's exciting. Um, one of the things we were, we were present on social media, but I wouldn't say to you that I was, it was like random, like whatever mm-hmm. we got, we got. Right. But then the pandemic happened and I wasn't on the road traveling and mm-hmm. I wasn't speaking in live engagements. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I need to be more intentional about this. Mm-hmm. And I immediately, created a tracker mm-hmm. that said each week. And then how many do we have on Facebook? How many do we have on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. How many do we have on whatever? And I just started tracking it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing when you track it. Some people will go, why do you need to even know that? Well, mm-hmm. because your behaviors dictate that mm-hmm. your numbers are almost like a little coach on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So when I see in a week that we only added 12 people to maybe LinkedIn or Facebook mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'm really actively working that it's like, okay, well, then this week we added a hundred. So what was the difference? Right. Mm-hmm. What was the difference? You can even think about that as far as sometimes downloads, sometimes it's the guest, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, but I have had people that don't have a huge following and then they've got so many downloads. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what was it? Mm-hmm. And so if you're tracking that, you, you can will- repeat it <laughs> you can repeat that behavior mm-hmm. and you can say, okay, um, wow. What, what did I do that week? I did this. So I'm going to do more of that. Mm -hmm. And then you also get more enthusiastic. Enthusiasm Mm -hmm. is one of the key ingredients to all success. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I said, when that sales guy was blah, I was like, "Eh." (laughs) yeah. So when you see your numbers and you are watching an increase Mm -hmm. every week, like Mm -hmm. when I, even as a young girl, and I could see that my tips each, you know, month were getting bigger. Mm -hmm. Well, then I know that I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. And it actually made me excited. And right. it made me want to mm-hmm. go into more of mm-hmm. that thing for right. those people. 
And if there was a decrease, you went, what did I do different also? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I would be able to fix it Mm -hmm. quickly. Mm -hmm. And this is where companies, even when I consult with them, I'll say, you know, let me see your numbers. And most of the time, I'll be honest with you, they go, I'm going to have to look those up. I'm going to have to, as a company, you should know them. Mm -hmm. Right. You should know what Mm -hmm. what we did last year at this Mm -hmm. time. What is our target for Mm -hmm. this year? What are we going to do? And I'm blown away on a continual basis at how much people don't know Mm -hmm. about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's even in the little things, it's, um, it's just knowing, okay, like what I did this time last year. Mm -hmm. And, and I've even got people now tracking, um, what they did in 2019 and then in 2020, because there were, yeah, I mean, the pandemic just made everything all wonka doodle crazy. And now it's going down mm-hmm. and they're not, they're comparing it to last year. And I'm like, let's go back to 2019 mm-hmm. before there was this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And have you had growth or have you had a decrease? Mm-hmm. And most people have still grown quite a mm-hmm. bit. I'm like, so you don't need to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, you had this spike for a couple of months of mm-hmm. 400% growth. You can't maintain that. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, how much have you grown from pre pandemic? Mm-hmm. Right. And now that they're looking at that, they're actually going, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I'm healthy. You have to compare you apples and apples. You do. Mm-hmm. And the way that you see yourself in the way that you see either your success um, or not, mm-hmm. that dictates how you feel. Mm-hmm. It dictates what you choose to do, mm-hmm. it, how you dig your heels in, where you decide to get more committed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just a huge advocate of, um, of watching mm-hmm. your numbers and such. Right. That was one of the reasons that we, so we added, I've always had KPIs in my planner. Mm-hmm. So here is what you did last year at this mm-hmm. month. What was your, what, what did you do this month? Was it a percentage, you know, increase mm-hmm. or loss? And what was your goal? And did you hit that? Mm-hmm. And it helps people actually set goals because mm-hmm. if I just randomly go, Oh, I'd like to do this this year. Well, no. Do you want to, do you want a 10% increase? Is that mm-hmm. average for you? I want 13. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want 20% increase. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd like to see a 50% increase. So the only way you know how to set that goal is based off what you did before. Right. Right. And, and most people, so they can't set appropriate goals that are really within their reach, maybe to even hit. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know whether they're improving or falling mm-hmm. behind. So that's why I just feel they're so important. That's why mm-hmm. we added that. And even this year, we added a couple of new social media pages mm-hmm. and trackers. And one of those is mm-hmm. tracking your, um, what you're doing mm-hmm. on there and creating a content calendar, mm-hmm. you know, trying to create that consistency. Mm-hmm. When are you going live? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what are you talking mm-hmm. about on those days? Are you creating some special mm-hmm. you know, motivational Monday? Mm-hmm. That's easy to say, but, um, are, but are you doing that? And are you mm-hmm. doing it consistently? So right. it kind of all goes mm-hmm. back to those things. Right. You know, and I love that it's not just the number because, you know, you can, we can get caught up in like social media is a great example. How many followers do you have? Well, you know, sure. It's great to see big numbers, but if most of those people aren't ever going to really do anything, then, then it's a false number. You know, I remember I had this, you know, and, and luckily they've stopped this, but remember when Facebook pages really started, you know, taking off and you could buy fans. Most of those fans were not here in the United States. They didn't care in the slightest about you. They were real users, but you know, they were just people who probably got 10 cents or whatever for for whatever. And I had clients who told me, "I want you to to do that." And I said, "No." You know, having 10,000 followers who do not care in the slightest is a right. total waste of time. You know, let's get 100 that think you're the greatest things in the world. Well, it's all about, it's all about engagement, you know, right. so, mm-hmm. and, and, and Facebook gives you insights, you mm-hmm. know, and they give you analytics, mm-hmm. but if you talk to the majority of people, do you ever look at your insights or analytics? And you, mm-hmm. if you went and asked 10 people right now, most of them would say, oh no, I don't bother with that. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. And um, so it's just, it's always, it's always interesting right. to me. Right. I'm well, kind of blown away by people on a regular basis. I know it's it is I'm you know it's really blown away by by the most response of women mm-hmm. are oh I'm just not a numbers person I'm right like, uh, you, first you got to quit quit confessing that because mm-hmm. that's going to 
Right. It's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It is mm -hmm. right. And then number two, you need to decide why aren't you mm -hmm. and what, what's, what mm -hmm. makes you nervous about it or mm -hmm. what piece of it. Right. And sometimes right. they just think, oh, I, I wasn't good in math mm -hmm. or, you know, gosh, I didn't get all A's in math. Mm -hmm. um, so, but so what mm -hmm. I'm, I know how to, I know what my numbers tell mm -hmm. me and I know what mm -hmm. I'm looking for and it gets me excited. Mm -hmm. And so when I can them that I think sometimes then they mm -hmm. suddenly have a different perspective mm -hmm. or view of it, but people need to start seeing that they're important. Right. They are. They are. Well, oh my gosh, we are at the top of the hour. We could go on and on on this. In fact, when I asked that question, I thought, oh, wait a minute, we don't have enough time to really get into it. So that just means that we, we need to, to chat again. But for people who are you know wanting to reach out and and need help how do they find you and what are the the services that you provide sure so um for people that are just in sales and want just some tips mm -hmm. and ideas so mm -hmm. there's a couple places um so i have um my podcast which is work from your happy place mm -hmm. um they can go there and they'll get to hear i do a tuesday tip on there every day that is separate from our interviews mm -hmm. so those are always some good practical business mm -hmm. application um i do i go live on my other facebook page which mm -hmm. is um belinda ellsworth um step into success mm -hmm. so if they go there on on at nine o'clock on tuesdays i um, Eastern time, mm -hmm. I always go live and I have a presentation on either sales, follow-up presentations, mm -hmm. uh, all kinds of different things. Cool. Um, cool. They can um, reach us and I have a web page for both now mm -hmm. work from your happy place as well as um, step into success. So mm -hmm. they can go to either one of those and they can um, reach out to us there and we'll generally follow up with them. Perfect. Um, I'm Perfect. on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. It's mm -hmm. Belinda Ellsworth. So if you look up Belinda Ellsworth, you'll probably find most of what you're looking for. But one of the new things that we have, Deb, and it's just, we just released it again. So this is mm -hmm. my fifth year. This is our planner. Nice. And um, it is very nice. So Holy schmoly, that's an inch thick. It is. It's 180 pages mm -hmm. and it's got everything from your business strategy page to your work-life balance page mm -hmm. to your vision board, because we mm -hmm. really believe in creating cool. that vision. Mm -hmm. um, it has every month, there's 21 embedded videos in here. That nice. Month on what mm -hmm. you should be focusing on. Mm -hmm. So it's really, we call it a business system. Mm -hmm. It's not just a planner. And for anybody in sales, it's an awesome mm -hmm. planner. So it's got the month at a glance and the weekly mm -hmm. um, and daily tracking mm -hmm. as far as scheduling. Mm -hmm. um, it's got all kinds of little uh, bells and whistles in there, like the little four boxes in each day mm -hmm. to track your power hours. Mm -hmm. um, it has the KPI sheets. Mm -hmm. It has tracking sheets. It has a little bit mm -hmm. of everything. So that's our planner. And you I love it. Well, I and, and I love that it's a physical document. You know, we've, we've got all of this online, but there's still something in our brains that when we have something physical and write it by hand, it sinks in better. Well, and that is true. In fact, there's actually studies and statistics mm -hmm. on that. So um, people that use a, a planner are about 35% more productive than people mm -hmm. that just use digital mm -hmm. application. Now I'm not saying throw out digital. I'm not right. right. Oh yeah. I love I being able to have my schedule in multiple places, right? Absolutely. And mm -hmm. I have my schedule on my phone, but um, this is more for like, when you look at a month at a glance mm -hmm. and you don't have anything in there, you become very proactive. Instead right. Of You're like, uh Oh, mm-hmm. I need to get some things scheduled. Mm -hmm. But if you're just looking at a day-to-day -day schedule, mm -hmm. you never have an awareness right. of what do I need to do to fill mm -hmm. this in? Right. What do I need to create some more appointments? Mm -hmm. How am I going to spend my day? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that shows more productivity. Mm -hmm. I also, we have a, also have a gratitude journal called mm -hmm. Mindset of mm -hmm. Gratitude. Kind of upped our game on this last this year. Last year was the first year that we did one. Mm -hmm. But for people that use a gratitude journal have a 40% greater chance of achieving their goals. Wow. I know. And it actually is true mm -hmm. because they are people say, why is that? Well, they're mm -hmm. more 
optimistic. Mm-hmm. They're more creative. Mm-hmm. They are, um, they focus on what's working for their mm-hmm. business versus what's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all kinds of really mm-hmm. great stats on that great. too. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I have been having such a fun time. And as I said, we'll, we'll have to chat again because there's so much information. Um, as, as Belinda said, you can find her information at stepintosuccess.com and then, you know, or Google her um, and, and you'll find her everywhere. I have been having a great time talking with Belinda Ellsworth. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.